this is like a, a, an adaptation of a video game where fans are actually satisfied to watch the show because it's so accurate. Like I've died like six, seven times, like trying, it's, it's mostly- That's the child's play. <laughs> Try like 14 to 20 <laughs> times, all right? All right, we're right we're, on track. We're doing good at this Let's podcast. Let's go, look at us. Look at us. Welcome to Backseat Directing. Where we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, and more. We're your hosts. Andrew. And Aaron. And we post new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And on this episode, we're talking about The Last of Us. Three, two, one, action. Aaron, so HBO Max has produced a show, The Last of Us, based on a video game that came out on PlayStation in 2013, and it is like taking over. It's it's like the biggest show right now. And you and I, we've both seen the first three episodes now, which is Correct. as of this time that we're filming the episode, all the episodes that have been produced. Yep, and we're, we're doing pretty good. So we're filming this episode on Tuesday. It's coming out on Thursday. So the by the time this comes out, there's only three episodes. So all right, we're, we're right on track. We're doing good at this Let's podcast. Let's go! Look at us! <laughs> Look at us! So I we both started playing the video game, right? Correct. And neither of us had I, I had played it like a little bit before, but had you had you played it at all? Never. Yeah. So I'd played like maybe like an hour or two into the story. So really, basically nothing. Um, the game story, I think, online says it's like a 14-hour playthrough if you do none of the side missions and you kind of move at like a brisk pace. Mm -hmm. um, so like I played like a small fraction of the game, but I just recently, yesterday, yeah, yesterday I finished the game. I still I still have to play, and I, I started after the first episode came out. Because the first episode of The Last of Us TV show came out, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I want to be like, in the know because I've seen so many post people that are like this is like a, a, a adaptation of a video game where fans are actually satisfied to watch the show because it's so accurate and I was like I want to share that feeling with them so I played through the game I still have to play the I believe it's a DLC the left behind which is like another portion of the game mm -hmm. it's going to be part of the show um, and Ellie's best friend uh, is in that portion of the story and she's cast for the show so I'm going to start playing that probably tonight or tomorrow and I, I just want to be like in the know behind it how, how did you how what have you thought about the show overall versus the game overall yeah so right off the bat everyone's like this is the best show of the year blah 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 and I was like You're like it's January it? yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> aren't we like giving this a little too high of a praise too soon so I was like alright let me go ahead and check this show out I'm not that big into the zombie stuff, you know, but I, I watched it and I was glued to the TV the whole episode and it was like an hour and 20 minutes long. It was like a movie. It was a short film. Yeah, it's a long episode of television. You know, so I, I watched it all and I was like, that was fantastic. You know, like all the praise seems to be justified. Um, and then from there, much like you, I was like, well, like, what's the video game about? You know, I'm not very good at video games. And I am not very good at The Last of Us, <laughs> but the story of The Last of Us, great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing it on normal, which is like the second easiest difficulty. Same. And I've had times where like I've died like six, seven times, like trying. It's mostly <laughs> That's the child's play. <laughs> Try like fourteen to twenty <laughs> times. All right. 
<laughs> I would get. I'd give up and give it a rest for. Yeah, it. I haven't played in a day or two. Well, it's. I just think the stealth is what I have a hard time with. Like generally in like a firefight, but like. So I think I'm just a stupid video gamer <laughs> because I need a little more direction than like here's the world, go figure out what you're supposed to do. Uh, so like part of me dying like the first seven times is me trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go. And then the last seven times is me trying to actually execute that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I need a video game to like point you in the the direction direction. a little more. Yeah. You need Um, the wind from uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, exactly. That guides you along the trail. Exactly. Yeah, I think that the the last of us is definitely like a cool game with a like survival aspect because it kind of pushes you to like figure things out like as you go through the game you can find these little maps yeah and it'll be like uh from fedra like a fedra map of the the zone that you're in and like if you can look at that map and read that map it'll help you yeah. but if you're like not a person who reads maps and you're like ah then you're gonna have to search around a little bit more plus if you go through the survival aspect of going in depth and searching different areas for supplies your life will be so much easier because you can yeah. build things that help you, like it's, Molotov cocktails. It's definitely a video game that you have to like go through all the little corners and stuff, and that's not normally how I play video games, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and normally, I wouldn't either, but since playing God of War Ragnarok, I'm a little bit more of a completionist. Yeah. So I've still played this game at what I would say is like a brisk pace, but I searched for supplies a lot. And I searched and listened to like the little collectible items. Like you can find recorders and listen to a recording, or you can read a letter written by a survivor in an area you're in. And I, and I right. looked at all that stuff just because it's cool world building and lore. Um, it looks amazing. The the world and stuff. Oh on yes, that video yeah. Game. Like, yeah. I was gonna say the graphics are. The, I can, I, I'm playing the what I'm playing is uh, the Last of Us remastered. Is that what you're playing? Yeah. Because you can spend seventy dollars and get the Last of Us Part One, which is the same game but remade for next generation consoles. Uh, but I was I already had free access to The Last of Us Remastered with PlayStation Plus, so that's right. what I'm playing. Yeah, and while the graphics definitely look from like they're from PlayStation Three, the world they built is beautiful. And yeah. and honestly, very it's, in depth. It's remastered, so I think it was remastered for PS4, so it holds up to a degree. Yeah, um, it it looks very much playable. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the game is a lot of fun, but. I've noticed quite a few differences between the game and the show so far. They're relatively small, but I think the show pays really good homage to the games and stays really, really true to them, like everyone's been saying. It seemed like when, I, when we watched last the episode that just recently came out on Sunday, episode three, I was telling Sierra, my fiance, because we watched it together. Spoilers. I, I, won't, I won't say what's in the episode just you yet, don't, but, but, but spoilers for moving yeah, forward. For the show, anyway. the game. Yeah. yeah. But when watching that episode with her, I was like, man, I'm going to bite my tongue this whole episode to not say every 10 seconds that was from the game because they do such a phenomenal job. Like in just, just in the last episode, there's a line where, um, Joel is like telling Ellie how it's going to be my way or the highway. And he's like, repeat it. And she's like, your way goes. And I'm like, that is the exact conversation they had in the game. Like they take straight lines out of the game. The, the use of the backpacks, Ellie's flashlight is game accurate. Whereas Joel has like the handheld flashlight. I mean, it's more, it's more practical to have. Um, but at least, at least like, they I, paid tribute. I guess. I get yeah. so excited every time their backpacks and her little flashlight. Um, I'm like, that is what you use the whole game. Like, mm-hmm. you're never not wearing your backpack and your flashlight. So it's so cool to see details like that pay attention to. I'm wondering, too, if they're going to divert a little bit even more from the games. Because there's a line in the beginning of episode three where Joel says, 
that him and another opponent shot at each other. They both missed. He's like, yeah. happens more than you think. And I'm like... <laughs> happens all the time. Yeah. It makes sense in a firefight, For, for right? this guy. <laughs> all the time. You always miss? Yeah, I don't think I've hit a single thing that I've aimed at. <laughs> well, hopefully you haven't hit a person. <laughs> but... All's fair. <laughs> the, I think that it's really cool if they would... I can accept it if they're going to diverge from the game. Because, right, if you haven't played the game, you're killing people every second. People, zombies... The show seems like they're a little bit more reserved and realistic. Like the game, you're Joel, you're a one man army. Like even Ellie, you're to a degree a one man army, even though she's 14 years old in the game. She's a kid. Um, but Joel, like you're killing zombies every second, you're killing tons of people, you're choking people out, stabbing people. But the game has that line like, happens more than you think. And that's a realistic firefight. So maybe in these fights, and possibly works towards budget too, he won't be such an unstoppable force. Like he won't be Rambo. Um, would you be happy with that, the more re- realistic approach? Or like, do you, what, what's more important to you, that, that realism or that truth to the game of Joel being a one-man army when you watch the show? I think you can marry, marry the two and kind of have a mixture of both, you know, and kind of be like right in the middle of it where, yeah, you're taking a little more realistic of approach, you know, to where maybe you're not always fighting, which it seems like what they're doing. But at the same time, to where there's enough actual clickers and... Uh, what do they call them? Walkers? Runners. Runners. Clickers, runners, bloggers. Um, but yeah, like if, if you have like a good mix of both, you know, that's what I would like to see. I always tend to kind of ride on the more realistic side of things. Um, and the whole show and game seems very realistic, all from just the the origin of how the fungus has taken over everything, you know? like Yeah, the cordyceps is such a cool, unique idea for the zombie apocalypse because like the the lore of the game is that it it started in like flower products basically um and i think joel touched on that in this episode saying that like it was a maybe like a big company like a cereal company um and you'll notice like flower products are turned away from in the first episode a bunch of times so there's the the cake that he was supposed to buy for his birthday and didn't get there's the pancakes he was supposed to make in the morning but didn't make and then when she goes to have cookies at her neighbor's house um sarah she mm-hmm. doesn't take the cookies home because they're only raisins, so she doesn't want them so and like, that's unintentional on their part right like they weren't purposely yes, avoiding yeah. that stuff. Uh, it was just coincidence. Yeah. Un- unintentional on the character's part, but very intentional right by the writers, For sure. which is super cool. Yeah. Um, so much attention to detail throughout the whole show. Um, but w- which episode's been your favorite so far? Mm, that's tough. Um, I feel like episode two was the most exciting episode. The first one was a great introduction to the world and the story and kind of felt tense and then the third one is obviously the most emotional oh one. my like, gosh the third one i was one, crying like a little baby don't listen night. to this episode if you haven't seen the third one please go watch it because if you even if you play the game it's completely different yeah and and it's something special i was not ready watching. for that like i got home late last night <laughs> and i was Excuse like me. i'm gonna watch because i turned on the episode and it was an hour and 20 minutes again and i was like oh my gosh this is like a movie i don't have time for this like <laughs> i need to go to bed so i was like i'm gonna watch half of it and then watch the rest in the morning before this episode, you know. And I watched the whole thing last night. <laughs> Got sucked in. I couldn't find the remote because I couldn't see through all the tears in my eyes. You know, like <laughs> it was so emotional. And they introduced these two new characters that you haven't met before. Bill and Frank. Um, and I haven't gotten that far in the game. 
and they basically turned it into their show. It was their their movie for probably what 85% of that episode and they made me fall in love with these guys, care about them and then they took it all away from me. Yeah, there's a point in my head where I was like like where are our heroes? Like I kind of want to get back to Joel and Ellie, but not really for not really a complaint for me. It's just it was just like a moment of thought and I, I wasn't was like, ready I was for like, it. You know, like, for, like you said, yeah, for like, this emotional story. Yeah, I wasn't ready to like switch who the main. Yeah, the perspectives. That's a good way to yeah. put it. Um, and at first, I was like, okay, like, where's Joel? But as the story went on, I was like, oh, oof, I feel that. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. You know, this is because I wanted. I I love Pedro Pascal, and I wanted Joel to be in the episode as much as possible too, but. I love Nick Offerman. And if you've seen Parks and Rec, you know why I love Nick Offerman. He's amazing. He's he's funny. He he has dramatic acting chops as well. But he I think the camera loves him. And I think he was the absolute star of episode three. And like I was so emotional putting myself in his shoes, like imagine watching the person you love like grow old and and then to see him to see for him to see Frank not want to live anymore. Like it, it's it's a brilliant ri- brilliantly written episode of television, and I think it was a brilliant diversion from like the story of the game. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say what happens in the story of the game. Do you mind if I spoil it for you? Yeah, go for it. All that happens in the game, we don't get twenty years of Bill's experience living by himself, and then with Frank. And I would imagine that you kind of just get to the end of that whole yeah. story. You just you show up in this small town that Bill has rigged full of trip mines. Um, and he kind of uses the clickers geniusly as like natural protection from like other humans. Um, so he kind of lets them roam free and has these traps. Um, and when you encounter him, Frank has already div- diverged from him and left. And they're not together. And you go on a mission to get a car from a school. You f- huge fight ensues. Tons of zombies, which is probably part of the reason they didn't do it in the show, right? Is huge budget. You got to pick and choose your battles, choose your episodes. But um, after that huge sequence, you escape and get to this house. And in that house, there's a man hanging uh, who committed suicide. And you can kind of tell that Bill is acting strangely until he reveals like, this was my partner. This was Frank. And they don't... Were they together in the game? Yes. They don't directly reveal that they were a couple, but... Like, they don't say it out loud, but mm-hmm. that that is what they were intending. Um, and you can go into a back room, which I did, and find a letter um, from Frank written to Bill, and it's hateful. He says, like, he says like oh, well, I've been bit. Um, like, he's like, um, but what happened, the reason he's hanging there is because he was bit by a runner, and did, rather than turn, he chose that, that way out. And so he writes this letter to Frank that you can, or to Bill that you can find saying, like, still better than spending my last moments with you. Basically, I hate you. And, like, Sheesh. It, what happened was they just couldn't get along. They fought, and they left to have their own areas of the town. And, like, how different is that from what yeah, the ending so we made get it show. much more poetic? Yeah, it's still very like when you when you get they to notebooked the notebook did. The, yeah, they did. When you get to the end of that segment of the game and you're leaving, Bill, he Joel says something to him like, "Oh, I'm sorry about your partner back there. That's a raw deal," or you know something like Joel would say like something very uh, 
not very emotional. <laughs> and uh, Bills is basically like, forget about it, and turns around and walks away. But there's like emotion that, yeah. and, and apparent on Bill's face. So you know that this person meant a lot to him, even though that they came to hate each other's guts, basically. Um, but that's a lot. That's like the surface compared to what this episode of the show gives us. Yeah. Like They give us like what it means to be with a partner for 20 years, 15 years, what it means to like have that deep level of connection. And, and in their case for basically to be their main only other connection in the world, they live in this town with just the two of them. So like, and then to experience that loss and like, and also to experience the bad days. Too. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. We've like, seen them argue. Exactly. Yeah. Like even in our relationships with our significant others, like, uh, there's not, it's not all good days. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. You know, and we have the luxury of seeing other people. Yeah. And they only got to see each other, you know? So, like, if I only saw Brooke for 20 years, I'm sure we would fight. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? think it's like, such a beautiful way that Frank put it, too, of it's not all been good days, yeah. but I've had more good days with you than anybody else. Right. And it's, like, such a simple line, but it's yeah. it just makes me emotional even to, to yeah. repeat it. But So do you think they overdid it with episode three, kind of straying from the main story too much? Like... We didn't really get to see any zombies or any of that like cool stuff that I think a lot of people are going to the show for. Like, do you think they strayed too far? I think that to me, they're. I wouldn't say they strayed too far because I think they're showing me the kind of show that I like to see, which is something that makes you think and mm -hmm. something that changes the way you look at the world around you for like the next couple days. Yeah, and like it's the kind of episode that makes you hug your loved ones a little bit closer. Right, and think about what we have and how lucky we are and an episode of TV that can affect the way I think in real life. That's what I'm looking for. Like when I see a show that like depicts war in a gray area and makes you think like, think deeply about that and who's in the wrong and who's in the right and what it means to be in the wrong and the right and perspective. This is what good television is. Yeah. So I think that they took a risk going so far off the reservation from the game but I think it, it paid off for them and it worked. I mean, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, definitely. And I, it kind of leaves you wanting more. And then, like, I feel like if episode four, we kind of get back to the main story, like, it'll feel almost refreshing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, There's but, yeah, that's, small... that's why I'm watching this stuff, too. Like, to, I want to feel emotion. I want to feel, like, the impacts. I want to think about it for a few days after the fact because it was so good. And I'm like, oh, like, I just want more. Like, so much so that I go play a video game that I'm so bad at. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I mean, I... I mean, it's from 2013, right? I don't think the mechanics of The Last of Us game are fantastic. I think yeah. much like a comic book with art I don't love, I fall in love with it as I continue to go along right. because I love the story. I learned to love the medium through which it's told. Mm -hmm. So I started to enjoy the gameplay a lot more, but... I, I need a dodge button. Like, I need a dodge button. Yeah, like a roll would be <laughs> yeah. nice. There's so many times like where, like... Like a block or something. Like if, if I, like... It's so realistic to the point where you can do that thing where you flick to go 180 and run the other direction but you have a stutter step where you, you don't you you don't like get momentum with that so every time i try to do that something just grabs me from behind because yeah. i'm like not i'm not 
reacting quick enough, I guess. Yeah. And I'm not accurate enough with the gun. Like I can't hit anything. The reticle being thing. a circle, I hate. I want yeah. a crosshair. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't help me one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a way to change that. I just don't know. But that yeah. has frustrated me. The the circle when you can go into a scope with some of your guns, and I I really prefer that. Yeah. That view, because um, you have the actual crosshair in the middle, right? Or, or, or a dot. Um, but no, I think that episode three was. I think they have it rated something like a 9.9 right now on like IMDb. It's like one of the highest rated episodes of television. So I think that it's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen um, from like a purely like a writing and emotional standpoint. Um, I still think my favorite episode so far has been episode one just because the payoff at the end, like all the emotionality of him and his daughter at the beginning is to me is like holds the emotionality of the Bill and Frank episode. Mm -hmm. Plus like, the resurgence of that at the end with his like uh like ptsd basically that leads to this like fit of rage like yeah that's the kind of stuff that i live for in tv for whatever the reason rage. i turned to sierra and i was like i ate that shit up like you know you know i love that and she was like yeah i know you do yeah. like the when somebody has like a revenge moment or like when somebody just snaps and goes off i love that for yeah. what that do you think it's like because something inside of you wants to do that aaron this isn't this is a movie podcast okay. this isn't the therapy okay. podcast okay 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 go go easy on me <laughs> all right i'm sorry i'm sorry i got a little carried away there no but i, I mean that's a big thing in anime too is like the like the release of that like emotion or rage and yeah. it's such a man I, I think i triggered something in andrew here he's got his arms <laughs> crossed now he's, he's sweating a little bit i'm sorry we can talk about it after we finish I recording i don't, I don't have rage i'm here Chill for out. you Chill right? out. i'm here for you but yeah no that's my favorite episode but they're all so good they Three are episodes yeah. so far it's, they haven't missed yeah. in my opinion the second episode has that beautiful amazing I shouldn't even, I shouldn't say beautiful. I always go to that. It's like a go-to adjective, but it has that, it has that super epic and exciting foreboding scene of the clicker introduction Yes. of like that. That's so like thrilling and we're, we're watching in anticipation. Like, Oh, is it, is it going to get all them practical too. face to face? Oh, dude, the makeup, the makeup Insane. is so good. The makeup in the episode three, when Ellie yes. gets right up in the face of that, uh, dude, she's pretty fearless, huh? Dude, you don't even know. You gotta play the game more. You don't even know. <laughs> Ellie is such a badass. Yeah. Ellie's so cool. In the game, not... do you play as Ellie at all? To the risk of spoiling it for you, yes, you yep. do eventually. Um, and then the Last of Us Part Two, you play as Ellie, I believe, entirely. Which I'm gonna play that game too because season two has been confirmed to be based on the Does Last Joel of Us die? Part Two. Uh, I can't tell you one way or the other. I had my suspicions going into the game, and I won't tell you whether they were confirmed or denied. But Ellie is. Ellie is one of the best fictional characters ever to exist. That's that's just my opinion from playing through the first game. She's Dang. so cool. It's pretty high she's, uh, uh, regards there. She's a top tier version of a well written female protagonist, a well written child protagonist. Like they they pulled off her being awesome in in a way that I think a lot of Hollywood struggles to do when they write those kind of characters. Um, I think that from from my perspective. Um, Women are badass. Women are awesome. And I, I just think for whatever reason, Hollywood has a hard time writing that. Um, I think a lot of times they, they, when they try to write it, they write it forced. And sometimes they like they, certain people can do it really well. I, I think Captain Marvel is a great example. But I think Ellie in the video game, so perfect. She, she's just super cool. And, and you'll, I think fans will come to just love her more and more as the show goes on. The, show, she, the, the actress, 
um, what's I'm forgetting her name, Abby, I'm forgetting her last name, but she um, she does has done such a phenomenal job. I've from what I understand, they were directed not to watch, not to play the game because mm-hmm. they didn't want to affect their performances. They wanted them to perform it the way that they were directing it and the way that they saw the character. But I swear, man, she exudes Ellie. She she reads these lines just like Ellie would say them, like. Um, kind of this like defiant, rebellious, Bella hardened Bella Ramsey, not Abby, um, but Bella Ramsey's done such a good job. Um, there's some lines in this third episode um, where like just the way she tells people to f off and like yells at people. Like I, I think she's. She also doesn't feel like that she was written by adults. Like it, it feels like what she says and how she acts is how a teenager would act. You know, like. And you ask a lot of questions, don't you? Yeah. Yes, I do. That's I said you that. Know, like, I said that to Sierra. I was like, literally anybody under the age of sixteen asks is a, gonna, is gonna ask. Yeah. If if you if I would if you're walking them up to like a building, why would you stash guns here? So that's what she asked. Perf. Like, yes. That's all they do. Kids do is ask questions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's fourteen. She's gonna ask questions nonstop. Like, yes, so that's exactly. so accurate. I agree with you. And I think that the way that um, she performs it and the way that it's written. Is, is really good because when it's like when you're watching a play the person who's if you're watching like a dance or a play the person who's messing up is the person that draws your eye to it mm-hmm. the person that does a cheesy contrived version of like playing a kid is like oh like you notice you yeah. notice and cringe at it like right away you don't notice that some, she's 18 you don't notice an 18 year old's playing a 14 year old when they when they pull it off yeah. And I think that it's also not... better too that she's not like 25. Yeah. Cuz yeah. that that yeah. happens a lot, you know, where like someone is an older actor but they just look young so like they could fit in, but like you can also tell like you're not in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, know, you also like, people don't look like that in high school, you know? Like you also they have beards. You, right. you, you also notice like when they try to force in like the the childish vernacular, like when they really try to hammer it in, they're like have kids like dab or something or like <laughs> like something like really trying to force it but ellie is like a mature 14 year old she's she's seen some stuff so yeah. like they write her as mature but also she is ultimately a kid yeah. hence asking those questions hence you know being rebellious she's 14 so i think they balance it really well and like also just her the acting and writing combined for her like wonder and excitement at just like general real world things that a person growing up in a quarantine zone would not be able to enjoy. Like just her like excitement at a car. Like it's like a space shuttle. Like it's and her excitement at the plane. Like you got to fly in the air. Like seeing the world through the eyes of someone like that is fun for us as a viewer because of all the things we take for granted, but also just cool to contrast with Joel. Who's like, whatever. I wonder when uh, they started making this. Because, like, this couldn't have come out two years ago, three years ago, in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. I wonder, like, if they had to hold it off and they were like, okay, 2023, we're we're good to go now. Like, like, now might not be the best time. Yeah, let's get it out there. I think now is kind of the perfect time for it. Yeah. Because, like, we identify with the fear of a virus, but the fear of a virus is... It's like I wouldn't almost say, too close to home. Yeah, you know. I, I wouldn't, and it's yeah, because I, I wouldn't say it's behind us. Yeah, but it's it's not so much nowadays. Seeming at the forefront, maybe. Yeah. Of everything. Right. So that that's where it's like kind of like 
still tugs on the heartstrings, but isn't like inciting mass panic. Right. You know? At the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but man, I think that to, to also, so we talked about Nick Offerman's performance. Amazing. We yeah. talked about Bella Ramsey's performance, but what about, what about Joel? What about Pedro Pascal? What, what do you, what do you think about him so far? Cause he's playing a very reserved role. So he has to act within the confines of somebody who does not emote very much. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's very, very similar to his role as Mandalorian. You know, like, it's kind of the same story. He's kind of like the cowboy. Yeah, like, yeah, like. And, and you're, like, protecting a child, bringing the child to a different location. Like this is a huge... And we talked about yeah. it before on the show. This it's is a theme, yeah. Definitely, uh, like, kind of like a typecast, you know? Like, kind of doing the same thing. But when you do the same thing so well, like, yeah. it works. You know, like, there's a reason you know that he yeah. gets these roles all the time it's because he's good at them you know and like i'm about it i like it i think he does a great job yeah joel is i a- relate to the the stoic character i feel like that's kind of like how i am you know like kind of quiet reserved uh firm you know like yeah i i um i relate to the characters who like would do anything for the people that they care about. Yeah. And I feel like that resonates really strongly with a lot of us. But Joel right now is someone who cares so much that he's cut himself off from caring because this isn't a world where he feels like he can care. And I think that Joel's number one trait is being a survivor. So like you see it in the show, in the game, he kind of recoils away from Tess when he thinks that she's infected because no matter... He, he still limits himself. He still draws that barrier in his mind of, like, he doesn't really let himself feel love to the point where he could, like, cut a tie in a second because he needs to survive. And I think that just ever since he lost his daughter, he doesn't allow himself to go to that place anymore. And all he thinks about is survival. That's what makes him good at what he does. And that's why he's still around 20 years into this thing. Yeah, definitely. All right. I think we should wrap it up there. You know, kind of... Keep this episode a short, digestible episode, and we're getting it out right in, right before the fourth episode comes out. I think there's ten episodes in the whole series, so we're not even halfway through. Yeah, we'll talk more in-depth about characters when we have their whole arc. We'll come For back sure. to it at the end. But thank you so much to everybody who listened and watched the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. We're on all the platforms, especially YouTube. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap.